0: I'm Joshua.
1: Hi, I'm Talia. And welcome to our podcast, The Uncommon Senses, where we reflect on the nature of knowledge and on how we know what we claim to know. So, hi, everyone. We are starting our special series of episodes, another special series, where we kind of talk about, you know, just education in general, I think it's time for us to kind of talk about that since I think it's important for us as students and as past iv years to chat about this issue. We just feel like, you know, chatting about this, is should be fun. So yeah, I think mostly we're just going to break it down to um, focusing on IV schools because I think that quite a, I mean, mean, not not a lot of people listen to us, but like (laughs) It's okay. Sadly. Yeah, I mean, we are just like a hidden gem. I hope. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I I think yeah. Our we our prim- prime primary like target audience are basically IB kids, and then we just want to share. I think we're gonna break it down to like our IB life in general and some of our advices to them. um Yeah, and you know what because basically the thing is we are top ib students okay
0: <laughs> definitely a top ib no, student no, no. if
1: you read our bio uh, no not our bio like the our com- like the description oh, joshua no. <laughs> got 30 out of 30 and in- and T O K, like that's so impressive. No one gets that. Okay, no one gets so marks on. But Telia
0: is a forty five marks <laughs> out of forty five mark student.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Top <laughs> achiever. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. Like honestly, I think just the intensity of which, like I studied compared with what with right now in university i think in <laughs> ib i definitely studied way harder and i'm definitely more motivated to study like math mm. subjects specifically <laughs> but we're gonna go into that in deeper so yeah um so because you know IB it focuses on, like, it's basically you have to do subjects with higher level and center level.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: you also have to do something called IAs, EEs, and CAS. So maybe we can just start right there and, like, talk about the subjects that we picked, SL mm-hmm. and HL subjects, our IAs, and, like, just basically our general experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So Talia, I just wanted to ask, like, before we start, if you could use mm-hmm. one sentence to summarize the IB program how would you describe it
1: um i genuinely loved it i think it's very it, it helped it it's definitely a subject that's very um helpful in my life even right now and i think it, it honestly a large extent of education depends on who is teaching you <laughs>
0: and, mm-hmm. yeah that's very and, true
1: yeah honestly i think if tlk is taught in a very in a proper way it's like one possibly one of the most fruitful subjects that you're Mm. ever going to get out of this yeah hence our
0: podcast right
1: (laughs) yeah honestly because we got so much from this experience we have and all of the podcasts a lot of them are uh actually some uh, a lot of them like they are inspired by our Classes, but also a lot mm. of them are from our ourselves. Like, we researched all of these things ourselves outside because it was just so fun for us. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? What's a word or like a sentence that you want to say about the IB experience?
0: Well, to me, I think IB is a very controlled environment. It allows mm. you to really um, explore your interests in a very safe way mm. without, you know, having like you know, even if you make mistakes, even though if you, you know, um, go through a lot of different trials and errors, um, it still allows you to grow and to have like, without really big consequences. And that's what I realized now that I've graduated and entered university, because now, you know, g with gpa and you know there are ways of calculating marks it's a lot more i would say it's a lot more stricter and a lot more complicated as opposed to Mm. ib where you can you know you can fail a test but you know you can try harder next time but i i guess that's not the case in university so yeah i would definitely say it's like a um i would say like a Mm. laboratory actually like a very controlled safe Mm. environment where you can test out different things it's kind of like an experiment and you know what you said about teachers i think that's very true Mm. (laughs) i think good teachers can teach you but you know the best teachers knows how to inspire and i think Mm. you know just a quick shout out to our um ibtok teachers miss smith Mm -hmm. and also, um, Mr. Mr. Chin, Chin. Mm-hmm. who, like, I think they, they are really good teachers. They really, you know, sparked our interest in TOK and hence, you know, it's par- partially why we decided to continue doing this podcast, even though, you know, we graduated. You know, And I think, you know, you will agree that it is something that we both really enjoy to do and, you know, hope to share mm-hmm. with the world. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I totally agree with um everything you've said, and especially I want to add on to this GPA thing because, yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, to some extent, I want to add on two. Like one is the GPA, another one is you know how teachers can inspire you. So with the GPA thing, I think we have to like mention that both of us are currently studying in university in Hong Kong, so. It was just, honestly, to me, it was very different from the um, studying culture back in our secondary school. Because, honestly, I have to say we're so privileged that we're so sheltered in the sense that the school doesn't really emphasize that much on grades. Mm. A lot of the grade ones, is very internal. So you put pressure on yourself. You want to perform well. But then there's Mm. no ranking. There's no you don't have a like who is the first one you don't have like a valedictorian or whatever thing like you don't yeah. you don't get that but honestly it's a lot of things on your own pressure like the school doesn't give you yeah. all that but um I honestly however I do remember like there was a time where like you, you get like awards and scholarships and stuff okay mm. I'm sounding like such a little brat but anyway, <laughs> yeah I I
0: <laughs> you got a yeah, lot <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I. Yeah, it's didn't... it's
0: not a bratty thing to say. Be proud of it. <laughs> it is a freaking
1: fact. <laughs> but honestly, there was a time where I was so obsessed with it. I was so stressed out. I was like, okay, I have to get this many awards in this year. I've gotten so many of them last time, and I like I have to get a scholarship this year. You, like you feel the pressure, and you pressure it on yourself, and you take it so seriously. This like external validation thing. And I think gradually as I grow up, I've become better because I realized, I mean, as you grow up, you're less dependent, hopefully on external validation, but honestly, uh, it's still a learning process and it still will take a long time. So yeah, there was a time where I was very obsessed with all of this. Like I was so stressed out, like, okay, I my grade dropped in this exam. Am I still going to get this scholarship? Like, am I still going to be on top and stuff like that? It, I think it will give you a lot of stress. And I think a lot of people, when they themselves like have very high expectations or uh, they kind of feel like oh, I've worked this hard, therefore I should get this grade in real life. And however, that just sometimes doesn't really happen. And a lot of it, I think in university, I gradually realized that, externally it puts you with more pressure Uh, and i kind of realized how privileged i was back in high school where it's just is the external factor is quite minimal compared with others relatively small i would say but like in asian culture it's just inevitable and another thing about like teachers inspiring you i think this is so important and this is also kind of like why i realized that perhaps math and you know, STEM subjects are not really for me. And yeah, I think, Joshua, you can also share about your experience, your relationship (laughs) with STEM and stuff. But I remember, like, I remember so clearly, like, my favorite subjects in IB um, is English literature and Uh also TLK. And uh, yeah, like, those are my favorite, favorite subjects. And I have never expected myself to like English literature that much uh yeah Yeah,
0: you give me that like the feeling that you're more of a stem person right so
1: yeah and
0: would you say it's also partly because of our our teacher mr Payne? because like oh
1: god yeah
0: i guess yeah it's uh i I think we 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 discussed a lot about him like Mm -hmm. privately and we (laughs) yeah and i I think his teaching stuff is very unique would you say that
1: yeah yeah I would say it is super engaging and like you you feel like every single lesson you are learning something absolutely new you're learning Mm. you're learning how to analyze and how to appreciate literature which is something that I rarely see. I really get in like a lot of like language classes because a lot of them Mm. um some of them are quite exam oriented like how you should analyze this uh Mm -hmm. in in terms of getting you a great mark or getting a good grade and uh, how the 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 mark scheme answer i think some of them are focused on that but then mr painters really allows you to have your own interpretation and like Mm -hmm. it just made me realize the freedom that you know literature can give you or like uh, how like non-STEM subjects can give you mm-hmm. I think it's like the 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 own basically you can have your own interpretation to things and it's something that you don't quite get from STEM at least from my personal experience mm-hmm. uh, yeah
0: yeah definitely but I think you know part of the IB experience as you've mentioned you know this kind of i guess asian mindset is that we have to get the highest possible mark possible and mm. sometimes i think it involves um suppressing your own thoughts about a p- literature piece especially in like subjects mm. like literature or humanities and more of it's and it becomes more about you know writing what the examiner wants yeah. and trying to adhere to a mark scheme so i guess there's like two sides of things and but yeah and i also really agree with what you said about um the difference between ib education and university because um yeah i feel like in one, one thing about the ib experience or like secondary school experience is that um you know they, they mark you based on your effort i think that's one thing you know the effort really matters mm. and you know from how your learning attitude and things will mark you based on you know your um you know whole person development like how you approach mm. learning itself but i think in university it's more um Performance orientated, so like Mm. you know, they don't really care if you attend lectures or if you um really participate all that much. Even though if for some subjects, even though if uh, when it matters, perhaps only accounts for around you know ten to twenty percent of your mark and doesn't really mean that much. Mm. Um as. You know, so I think in university, I would say it's more um, perhaps more exam-orientated or more, you know, performance-based rather than, you know, mm. how much effort you give. And I guess that's also pretty, you know, representative of the real world since, yeah. I guess, you know, when you're in an underemployment, mm. um, they really look at your performance rather than, you know, how much time you spend, you know, just sitting there and working. Mm. So, yeah, I, I guess that's, you know, That's why university is a transition between a secondary school experience to real life, since it really you know hits you with this hard reality that
1: yeah you know
0: no (laughs) matter you know you can put in a lot of effort or you can put in a little effort, but you know no matter what you still have to deliver that you know um, quality of (laughs) work.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like in your university, you did you're like literally adults and like. There's also in high school you have the sense of like a class at least for us like we we are in a classroom we have we know, basically know everyone from our grade but then university is definitely not the case you have different people mm. different classes and it's it's just you you meet a lot more people and it's much harder to maintain you know relationships with people as well and i think yeah pretty much that's very um, representative of like the real world out there but then yeah it also it's kind of like i i don't think i i really hate it when people are like uh yeah you 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 need to get used to this because this is you're an adult now this is like the reality now but then i'm pretty sure no one likes that <laughs> reality like we yeah hope, yeah we all hope we can build nice relationships we hope all hope that we can be treated as an individual instead instead of like a machine who performs like who is judged based on performance i think we all wish that yeah we can really be seen as a human being and like it's just it's just kind of frustrating at the beginning when you are just trapped in this environment yeah and yeah basically i feel like oh maybe we can just talk more about like our ib subjects and stuff so yeah just kind of sharing our own experience with ib and um basically Oh, a lot of my subjects are very like STEM-based. My higher level are math, AA, HL, Physics, HL, and Econ HL. My um standard level are Chinese language and literature, Mm. English literature and geography. So you can tell that I was pretty much I was like, yeah, let's go and do some STEM subjects. But then (laughs) (laughs) university did not treat me that nice with all of these. And yeah. Maybe Joshua, you can share about your experience first and then we can, like, unpack this STEM yeah. subject <laughs> thing.
0: Okay, so for me, I chose um, chemistry, biology, and business from a higher level. And for my lower standard level, I chose um, English, Chinese, and mathematics. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just by looking at my subject, it seems like I'm a very, like, STEM-orientated person. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. like, I guess a lot of the decisions behind you know choosing my subjects was based on you know pragmatics rather than you mm. know interest so mm. you know um my parents you know as teachers they understood that in university in the university applications they're really if you want to choose something like perhaps perhaps like medical related subjects mm. um which was well which was the direction that they tried to steer me towards mm. because they're like yeah. oh it's more um you know it, there's more security in that path. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, they they pushed me to choose um chemistry and biology. So like um I will be able to, you know, more doors will be will be open for me when I was like choosing my subjects in university. Mm-hmm. And I guess like I really came to I really grew to, you know, I really came to like um biology because yeah. i really enjoyed the, you know kind of as you've mentioned before the storytelling aspects mm. of and it's very it's i think it's less you know just really textbook knowledge and more you know processes and mechanisms you can actually kind of imagine and like what's going on in real life and as for chemistry i'm a bit uh, (laughs) 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 my 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 interest kind of falter a bit in that discipline because i realized i didn't really like you know just memorizing symbols but you know i persevered and business (laughs) and for me business was more of a um a kind of like subject that i choose really based on my interest because Mm. i think if you look around us, um business you know, exists everywhere. And mm, yeah. I think it's a very practical and really realistic subject to do. And also, mm. I'm kind of interested in understanding, you know, how you know, companies come to be and how something that's so powerful, has such a huge grasp on our daily life actually mm. came to be that way. Right. yeah, I
1: that's
0: over that's my overall journey. So, Tell me, yeah. you, you know, is the journey somewhat similar, or do you like have something you know really different in your experience?
1: Right. So first of all, I just really want to mention this: the point that is a privilege to choose what you like. Like, uh, yes, not definitely. everyone. Yeah, not everyone get that because financials and like, if you can support yourself financially, it is a factor that you should consider when you're choosing your subjects and stuff and unless you're super rich then yeah you can do whatever you want <laughs> sadly we're living in a world like that and from my experience um honestly i totally get the pressure to choose uh, medicine like it was mentioned to me before but mm. i know from igcse that i do not like chemistry and i uh. still don't really like that now i'm okay with biology but at that point, I think, I feel like any subjects related to memorization is kind of stupid,
0: mm. which
1: I want to do want to bring this kind of STEM idea. Uh, I chose math, physics. I was planning to choose chemistry, HLs, so like the holy trinity. I don't know, like, of, you know, very difficult subjects in IB. I was, I was planning on choosing chemistry. I dropped it after this, the second week and changed it for econ as i was choosing it because i was like maybe i have more paths i possibly can study you know like medicine if i choose chemistry Mm. but then i was like no 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 this is not for me i'm what are the chances then we're gonna study um medicine uh at that point very low and then I was just like, yeah, let's just go with econ. Because honestly, I think econ was pretty fun. Um, So I chose math and physics and econ. Like at that point, you can see like I genuinely, and those are the subjects that I genuinely enjoyed. Like all of these subjects that I picked are subjects that I liked. Um, But then I feel like at that point, like looking back, I was pretty much, I think I gaslighted myself into liking (laughs) math and physics (laughs) because I feel like I've mentioned about this before because I think it's a cool thing and I was the only one of the only girls in my grade who did that and is pursuing it in university I thought that was cool and I I feel like I enjoyed the external validation you know people thinking like oh you're the cool that girl who you know enjoys these subjects. At that point, that's honestly what I thought. I was kind of I, but then I feel like I should give my past self a little bit more credit. Like at that point, I generally think that I enjoyed math and physics and stuff. But then, like if you looked at, there are hints that I don't enjoy it. Like if I, I'm not there to willingly go and like explore new things. I'm just always in my comfort zone and just doing some random other things that are within my knowledge boundaries, but I'm not always like going out and like reaching for the next step because I'm just not interested in that. Like math competitions, I've tried a physics Olympiad. I tried like, no, they're not for me. I do not like it. I don't like to practice it because once I kind of face a challenge in any of these subjects, I don't think it's fun. I like John, I don't think it's fun. <laughs> yeah i i just i and i at that point i was already kind of like a huge red flag but then i just chose to ignore it because i think things are going to be better if i just go to university and went for this subject so naturally if you like math and physics you go for cs i think that's just computer science that's just a path that you know that's very typical for people who like math and physics and i did do some programming but then honestly it was just we're stuck in a pandemic i was like let's just Mm. prepare for this but i was not very good at at coding not gonna lie i was very bad at it and i'm not i hate computers i do not like it i just want computer programs to work for me but then i'm not interested in it at all honestly speaking so i feel like there is definitely a lot of pressure uh, in in, like this gender issue in STEM Mm. subjects which made me realize that but Honestly, I'm very grateful for this change that I'm having right now because I think I realized what I enjoy. And I think I would never realize it if I didn't choose to see a subject because people might be like, oh, if you're going we'll to end up choosing this subject, if you're going to end up changing anyway, then why didn't you just choose that in the first place? Something that my mom will say. <laughs> and like... She'd be like, "Oh, I told you not to study. Choose this. Like now, you're suffering and stuff. But like, if I never tried, then I would never know. Mm. And if I never tried, then I think it, I was still I would definitely regret that at the a later place in my life. Like, why didn't I just just go for it? Because I will always have that IT girl dream that mm. if I never tried it." and yeah I wanted to try you realize that okay reality is different and you are able to see yourself more objectively and I think that's where you know it it just made you grow and stuff and change is not a bad thing change is perfectly fine but I think our society also makes change sound like it's it's bad like it's Mm. you, you, you just go for it and change it's something that you have to start over again is an exhausting process and it is exhausting but i think it's also very rewarding so yeah joshua what about your you know relationship with stem because i think we talked about this when we were interviewing jasmine and jasmine and yeah i think you brought it up as well on stem and you know the gender pressure (laughs)
0: Yeah, but, you, know, you know, before I start, I just want to you know make some quick response to what you've just said because yeah. I, you maybe you know re- realize one thing, and that is that mm-hmm. um I guess one of the problems with having, as we've mentioned, like a controlled environment in secondary school is that you're not mm-hmm. really able to see, you know, do you really enjoy the subject itself, or do you just enjoy, you know, doing the exam it's or problem. doing yeah the compliment Um, the you know the validation you get from you know being good at it rather than you actually genuinely liking the subject right i think that's what yeah would you say that's your journey with math
1: yeah for sure like now i kind of realize i like math because I learned it. I know how to do it. And like, I just have to do computation as what John would say. (laughs) (laughs) I just do computation. Mm. And when you're doing things that are quite repetitive, because like Mm. if you do a lot of past papers, you know the math, they're, they're just you know how to do it then you know how to do it like mm. it, it's in a very nice format and it's just like doing very repetitive things and humans I feel like we like to do repetitive things so it's like a very yeah. relaxing thing very satisfying thing but it was definitely a lot of enjoyment from like the challenge that it has so definitely I would say so
0: Yeah, and I guess that's, you know, and just just to digress a little, I I guess Mm. that's the reason why so many people change their majors in university. And Mm. as you mentioned, it's perfectly fine to change majors or to change paths because university, you know, what what it's meant to do is to, you know, transition you to real life. So, you know, Mm. um, allows you to explore yourself and really to rediscover your interest. And I guess that's what university has done for you.
1: And, mm.
0: you know, from what you said about change, I guess another thing to you know keep in mind as an IB student or even as a um, university student is that we're not supposed to, I guess, as, you know, we're not really supposed to just accept reality that's given to us not to like Mm. face reality but rather as you know leaders of the future i think we're we're supposed to be the people who mold reality and to create new beginnings rather than Mm. you know following in other people's footsteps which i think it just comes to this whole you know idea that we lead our own lives and you know Mm, our life is what we make it to be and you know circling back to you know my own um IB experience, especially in STEM subjects, you know, I think what you said really rings true to me because I think, especially in the realm of um, chemistry, even Mm. though I think I... I wouldn't say I'm super interested, but perhaps I'm more... um, accepting of some aspects of it i guess i didn't really like chemistry from the start because i I, I always see myself as more of a biology person like Mm. um i like memorizing things but i guess it's the kind of weird combination between memorization also a bit Mm. of um computation in chemistry Mm. that i just didn't enjoy like it's just a weird thing for me (laughs) and honestly in chemistry because it's the discipline is so broad I think, Mm. you know, I really don't see how I'm supposed to use some aspects of it, even though I'm forced to learn it. For example, like in chemistry, Mm. we learn about orbitals and, you know, when we look into chemistry, like really at a micro level, it kind of ventures a bit into physics, which I'm pretty sure I definitely does not like. (laughs) So I guess that also really adds on to the kind of, I wouldn't say resentment, but perhaps a kind of um hesitation when doing yeah. chemistry and i think that also translates onto into secondary uh, sorry university life right. um I I, st- I I still don't get good marks in like chemistry <laughs> subjects but i think <laughs> Shh, yeah but like you know i think that's um you know uh thank god i'm not i don't have to do more of it now that i'm entering second year and i'm doing more biology stuff and which I think it's like a weird thing because, as you mentioned, to get into like perhaps like medicine or like medical subjects, you have to. Mm. They require you to have like a chemistry yeah. basis. But I, but if you really like do in university when you really do these subjects, you start to realize that biology is actually more important because um, well, we're le- we're basically learning about biological systems, so it will make mm. sense, you know, to really. To really you know the discipline is more closer to biology than with chemistry and yeah so my point is like you know definitely for why i chose chemistry in ib it's not really i guess not due to personal interest but more yeah. about like um future pathways or perhaps like you know as if you mentioned like parental mm-hmm. expectations which is which seems to you know, play a big role when especially in like asian society
1: um this
0: kind of um consideration when students choose their subject so um that i'm I'm interested tell you like that your parents Mm. also like kind of um push you in different ways when perhaps like affect your decision making when you're choosing your ib subjects
1: oh well i think not so much with ib subjects because I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, but definitely with career, which is, um, also kind of where I realized that you know my I my parents, especially my mom, I'm just gonna expose her. (laughs) It's okay. I love you, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love you, but then yeah, I just want to be transparent here, and I think a lot of Asian parents will have the same. And honestly, a lot of our audience is in Hong Kong, so let's just talk about (laughs) this anyway. So. Yeah, I feel like I just come on I kind of realized that my mom doesn't say it like she she, uh, she was like uh it's okay like whatever grade you get it doesn't matter. You know, she's always that very chill parent. But then in university where kind of struggled a lot with um, one of my computer science courses, that's when I realized that he she cares about it like a lot.
0: And in no, what way like, like how does she show it?
1: Like like um like my CS thing, she will be like, "I told you not to choose this. I'm oh. not interested in like stuff like that." And then honestly, it hurts because I was so determined to do it my whole life. I was like, "Okay, I'm. I like STEM. I like math. I like physics." And then I realized I don't like. For me, it was a huge challenge to accept that of myself. And plus the fact that my mom was like telling me that, making me feel like I was stupid and like regretting, you know, my choices. You know, it just feel bad. Even though I-, I tell myself like, it's perfectly fine for me to experience all of this. Because if I never tried it, then I will never know. And it's mm-hmm. a great thing that I've tried it. And realized that how things were but then still cuz my I'm pretty close with my mom and she's like one of a very important figure in my life so then the fact that she told me about this it's definitely going to have an impact on me and my choices and I think it definitely made me doubt when I withdrew that course like i'm just going to do this forever for all of my courses if it's too hard if i don't understand then i'm just going to adios goodbye i'm dropping this course i'm not going to face the challenge like is it just am I like this kind of person, this cowardly person? And my mom definitely reinforced that. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, she's gonna, she, I know she wants me to be good. I know she wants me to, you know, know that I should face a challenge, but then like, she's just making me doubt myself even more. Like from an objective mom point of view, like she thinks I'm also someone who just runs away from challenges and stuff like that. So, i can't believe i'm talking about this in such a calm voice because i think three weeks ago i would have fucking cried i, have, <laughs> I would have cried so i wanted to really talk about like mental health and stuff so mm. definitely my mom has persuaded me to not choose cs in the past and 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 um uh, even in ib but then i'm just very glad that i chose it at this point i i'm happy that i found something new about myself and i think it's just something that your parents whatever they say they, they just they, yeah if you're strong enough and if you're independent enough if you're sure enough of what you like and what you can do and that is able to support yourself financially in the future then i think it, whatever other people say it just you just take it as a grain of salt so like but then it will take time it would take a lot mm-hmm. of time for you to get over that and like you know understand that no matter what your parents say it's it's like what you've said at the end of the day you're going to walk your own path and yes it's honestly your choice are you willing to um you know take a subject that you personally really enjoy or are you going to follow an advice or suggestion from your parents it's honestly what you value more like do you value yourself more or do you value like a relationship with parents more or do you want to enjoy a life that you can, you yourself can get more benefit or do you want to enjoy a life where, uh, you know, it's stable and then it's just very peaceful and then you have great things uh, happening in that peaceful life. And, you know, yeah, a lot of, a lot of adventures, like are nice things. Not everyone's not every day is an adventure. Okay. Like, yeah. And a very, um, you know repetitive life there's going to be tiny elements of surprise and joy inside so it really just depends on what kind of life you want and what you value more so yes
0: i think and contrary to what your, you know perhaps your mother has said i think you're actually (laughs) very brave
1: because
0: um you know i'm not just saying this to like to be to be a sycophant or anything like that but like i'm you know, I generally think you're very you. You have a lot of courage and actually realizing that um computer science is not your thing. And actually have the courage of changing your major. And I think mm. that's a huge undertaking. So you know, give more credit, give Aww. yourself more credit for that. And thanks. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know a true coward, in my perspective, is that. A true coward will actually, you know, really give into external pressure and to mm-hmm. perhaps graduate with a um, bachelor's in computer science and live a life where the, per- uh, co- you know, live a life that's constantly chasing um, his mm-hmm. or her um, parents' expectations or what society um, um wants the person to do rather than mm. actually chasing his or her own dreams. So I think you know that's actually something that's very um commendable. And I think that's Yay. you <laughs> know I think that's something that's you know I think you made the right decision basically. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> and
0: you know um you know circling back to hmm. Uh, IB life. Um, yeah, sure. I think I think up t- until now, we talked a lot about, you know, choosing our own path and, you know, mm-hmm. choosing IB subjects, because definitely um, our IB subjects has a lot to do with our university path and in turn has a huge impact on our future careers. And, you know, let's talk a bit more about, you know, the final results. So, you know, when you receive your IB grades, you know, what, what was your reaction? Were <laughs> you happy? And, you know, what what's our plan what are your thoughts you know went through your mind when you receive your results?
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. So, I think for us it's kind of special because we were like we just the the pandemic was like on and off for us, and mm-hmm. it was online and then offline like physical stuff, education face to face and then like online again and half day stuff like that. So honestly, I do appreciate that there's this great inflation situation going on <laughs> i think i i think yeah people are like oh you guys get great inflation but like yeah we also have a lot of challenges in our education mm. and I, I think we can't just be like yeah there's just this great inflation situation because our education especially i think you can attest to this like your lab work lab work mm. in like your science biology chemistry definitely was like it was not the same <laughs> and I yeah. just feel like when I received it, I kind of, I I feel like cold. That's whoa. Like okay, like, <laughs> I, I was it was definitely pretty cold to get forty five, right? Like it was it was, for sure very cold to, yeah. to have that. Um, yeah. Did did I expect that? I, not really. Like I was just po- potentially there's stuff I have the potential everyone has the potential and getting it just it felt pretty surreal and yeah you've heard from people like how hard it is to actually get that and you know I, I i also don't think I study like that hard but I study very hard for math and physics which are my highest scoring ones and I realized that the reason why I'm good at those two subjects or have good grades uh, throughout my life is because I did a lot of practice on them, and I focused a lot on that. And yeah, every time I, every time I did a math or a physics quiz, I felt so nervous that I want to vomit because I have such a high expectation of myself. So, oh. anyway, <laughs> receiving the final result, yeah, I was, I think it was I was happy. And honestly, my math physics, like I said, is the highest, so it kind of like made me felt really sure that about my path that I picked, which is CS slash engineering Ooh. subjects. Um.
0: and that's good right it really shows like your effort really paid off and you know it's something to be proud of definitely you know
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah josh what about you like what about like your final results and like perhaps how does that you know make you feel about university life back then as a fresh high school graduate
0: (laughs) you know it was actually it came as a surprise to me because like uh For me, my results were quite weird, as like,
1: oh, you can say that because, yeah, yeah,
0: for for me, I did well in subjects that I'm supposedly bad at. So, like, I actually got (laughs) like high marks in math and you Mm. know, those subjects, but I did like the worst in subjects that I'm more confident in. For for uh, for example, like English, you know, I I actually really enjoyed the subject, but then like, I got like a four, which was really bad, and so weird. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I guess it just comes to show like, you know, of course, it kind of hurts a bit, you know, back then because I was a bit disappointed in myself. But now I think, you know, perhaps now that everything has passed and it's water under the bridge, I think Mm -hmm. it just comes to show that um, you never know when life will throw a curveball at you. So I guess you just really have to prepare yourself, you know, mentally and perhaps academically Mm -hmm. to have a plan B, you know, so that, you know, you still have, you know, a career path laid out for you even though if your results does not match your expectations and yeah. i would say that you know everything um you know actually worked out in the end so i guess to all mm. the um ib students out there even though your grades are important because they mm. are the thing that you know prove your academic capabilities mm. i wouldn't say don't stress too much
1: yeah. you know of it
0: because it's after all it's just an examination and after you really go on to university as you know we've mentioned so far it actually doesn't really matter because Mm, university subjects are really different from what you've done in IB but yeah I think you know just a ending thought you know Mm. um you know just just to balance your time well i would say Mm, like um you know you you should excel in other areas um as well you know as you know academically and to you know to actually um put effort into your um ip subjects and yeah so you know um talia what what kind of Mm. advice would you give like you know uh ib students now that we've mentioned you know as a top (laughs) achiever which you know (laughs) it's something that's super good and you know super nice to have no. so you know <laughs> well, what advice would we give like to ivy students who want to achieve like these yeah. sort of results
1: huh honestly i like that you mentioned that you just you should have a nice you know t- time management and balance time management mm-hmm. is so hard to achieve for for us too because we are like we're the ones that do things We go with the flow we don't have like a concrete plan with everything you can see it through like the rate that we post episodes and stuff like we, we don't <laughs> we don't have a plan we just if we like that we will do it like uh, and um honestly i i think that also relates to like cast right in IB because cast is kind of like a balance from your school life and honestly do cast activities that are meaningful that you enjoy and um, I think that is one of my tips. Just cast activities, and I the ones that I did meant quite a lot to me, and I truly, truly enjoyed it. And um, I I think also, uh, this also applies for like your university application, especially U.S. universities, because your cast subjects can be your extracurriculars, and. An advice is you know what you want to do. If you know what you want to do, you have a great advantage. I think that's what I want to say because I think CAS is a great way for you to explore your interests as well. Mm. And some people know their interests from the very start. And for those people, if you're applying to universities, you will get an advantage for sure. Even for even in US universities where the application system, it's I would say it has more freedom than... The, than the rest of the places mm. that I think we will discuss in the next episode, possibly. It's just, again, once again, like the individual thing and also performance-based thing for the society. You as individual, individual, these cast experiences might be a place for you to explore. But then if you are very um, university-oriented, application-oriented, you will have like a very strong theme. Like all your activities are possibly going to revolve around one particular theme. But then maybe mm-hmm. you're still at that stage where you're exploring what you like and your subjects can be all over the place. Your interests can be all over the place because you are mm-hmm. exploring. And the thing is, I think it's perfectly fine if we're still exploring. You don't know what you want yet and you go for these. But you do have to know that a drawback is that it, it's going to be a disadvantage for you when you go and apply for universities. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's just it's just the way I think the world operates. And there's nothing that we can do too much about this, honestly. I for me, I think I would strongly encourage you to explore more if you don't know what you like yet. Mm-hmm. And the university thing I think university is important, but I think as we realize that it's not everything. And it's really what you use with a university time. Like you can just go there, study and get graduate, but then you can just basically learn nothing from the court from from your four years or even more years at university. It's really how you make out of it. So yeah, I think, I think those...
0: that's a really good approach. Yeah, sorry, yeah. go on.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm mm. just kind of finishing. I think those are like kind of my advice. Have fun and cast. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the fun that you're gonna get. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Joshua? What are your advices to IB kids?
0: Well, like, mm, for me, um, I would say one thing is that, you know, you mentioned a lot about, you know, extracurricular activities and exploring yourself, which I think it's a very mm-hmm. super cool perspective to have since I guess a lot of top achievers would just tell you to, you know, study a lot or do a lot of past papers. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess, you know, other than really just trying to boost in your resume, I think... You should spend equally as much time in actually exploring what you like as you've mentioned mm. and i think that's actually very important because or some would even argue more important than you know what you've been doing in ib like the subjects mm. you've been learning in ib because those are the things that you know stay with you and you know determine yeah. your happiness and you know your lifestyle in the future and you know so with that in mind, um, I would like to, you know, the advice I offer are more, you know, less academic, even mm. though it's supposed to be an IB episode, but I would, tr- you know, try to like give my thoughts on secondary school mm. so far. So like, um, I think you know one thing i would say is that really treasure time at school because in university you re- realize that you mix some of your best and truest friend in secondary school so i have tell you yeah. here
1: yeah <laughs> that's so true yeah
0: <laughs> but like you know the point is when you go to university you go to lectures and you
1: mm-hmm. you find
0: you started finding it hard to make to really make you know close relationships or yeah, close friendships at least from my experience and maintain them as you mm-hmm. yeah as you've said because all the time you you're only be you'll only be in the same class as someone for example for one semester so for one mm-hmm. course yeah. and you really won't have that closeness you have with like people you actually literally grow up with as we've you know um done in, unif- uh, in secondary mm-hmm. school sure. so um I would say, like, you know, really try to spend as much time as you can with your friends. And, mm. you know, a lot of, your, you know, after you graduate, you realize that, you know, a lot of your friends or a lot of your um, classmates will actually, you know, go go all over the world for, you know, their universities and having their own life. So mm. really hold on to those relationships you really treasure. And, you know, you start, realizing, you start to realize that, you know, um, you know how important um close friendship is at school and you know I, I know some people may also like kind of worry about you know their social life in a mm-hmm. uh, secondary school and how oh there's perhaps there's like a hierarchy or like a kind of oh you worry about your popularity amongst your fellow mm-hmm. classmates and i just want to right. say that you know, as i've mentioned um because after you graduate everyone will be essentially you know, leaving and you know just going on about their own life so mm-hmm. i would say like those things doesn't really matter and I think just hold on to the relationship that you find, you know, you cl- mm. you hold dearest to your heart and, you know, tr- try to maintain them as I think yeah. those are the friends that really accompany you um, along in life. And yeah, so that's about, you know, kind of the social aspects of, you know, mm. um, a- a- at least like how I feel like you sh- how you should treat um secondary school life. Mm-hmm. And in terms of, um, exams i would say you know relating to my point just now really you know work with your peers and work with your classmates because i think they are your greatest source of motivation as you know any task would seem fun or like easier when you're doing with um other people because you're kind of you know sharing your feelings and you're kind of really um you know sharing your stress
1: Mm. because i
0: know you know i'd be like a really um stressful thing to undertake so i I guess like for example like for our tlk essay i think part of the reason why i for uh, at least for me personally i find it so fun is because i'm able to cross i I was able to cross check my you know my essay with my peers and i was able to like look at their ideas and Mm. you know just try to make each other a better writer and try to you know get a better mark for you know all of us so I think you know that's a way to connect with your classmates as well as uh, you know finding motivation in your studies and yeah, yeah I, I think Talia we also did that for uh, you know for your TOK essay right you're part yeah. of our you know peer checking group so yeah. what were your thoughts so do, do you think it helped you in your studies in TOK?
1: Yeah, honestly, I want to thank you guys so much for like, for looking at my essays. And I think we didn't, like, I think, yeah, I, I basically, we didn't do it just for TLK. We also did it for university personal statements, which we can talk about it in the next episodes on yeah. university applications and stuff. And Honestly, it was so helpful because you get advices, you get people to look at it from their perspective and you you know which parts that you, you should possibly change and which part is good, which part is bad. And I honestly like that. And it made you feel safe. Like it made you feel like you're not alone in this process. Like there's people who are struggling together with you and you guys are collect collectively, you know, trying to make this experience good and honestly reading those essays also give you a brand new perspective on you know the the things that you've been writing about and yeah just have amazing friends like joshua who has a lot of <laughs> cool ideas and like-
0: and friends <laughs> like talia who really no. like have a lot of no. inspiration and really you know well-researched points I may add in her essay oh, and
1: wow. I, was gonna say, I
0: I learned so much from what you wrote and this like saying you know objectively yeah. and I don't not even as your friend but, like I say objective I remember you wrote about like something like you know math related yeah. um, yes! like talking about your EE and I think that was so yeah. you know special oh, because as a person that you know, does not particularly like math. I think your perspective was very refreshing because mm, I never okay. really thought you know art and math could really mix together, and yeah. you can really find beauty in math because to me math is ugly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like ugly to me now.
0: <laughs> okay, we 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 find the same voice right now.
1: Yeah, finally we're in sync.
0: We're in sync. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm... Oh yeah, I do have another like final advice. I think. Um, for high school students, is that don't stress out too much about like university subjects or IB subjects. I think mm. we did talk about you should choose the right one. You should think about your career, what you want to do. But then also don't stress out about it too much because you, I think, in university, in, in secondary school, you you are just, you just feel like there's so little jobs out there, that there's so little careers out there for you to pick. But then you once you're in university, you are exposed to like all of these opportunities and all of these companies that you have never heard and you have never you have no idea what they do, but they exist out there. And honestly, um I didn't know like business consulting is a thing. I didn't know what that thing is and what is fintech, what is blockchain. I mean I still don't really know and I'm not very interested in that but then at least I know that they exist yeah. and stuff like that but yeah those are jobs that maybe you've never heard of and you were like have no idea that they're out there in the world but then just know that they're out there and a lot of them I think it they you you don't have to be like a lot of them do have like specific requirements for like a subject that you maybe you have to major in what or what blah 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 but then a lot of them I think they don't have that specific requirement. You have your own skill set and then you can apply it. I don't know if this is like a very idealistic look on future careers. No, or... no,
0: definitely. I was about to like agree with you because like, <laughs> um, you know, for those that I'll go, I'll talk more about it, you know, in our next episode when we talk about, you know, um, university application and university life. Mm-hmm. But like when I was applying, all i had in mind was you know healthcare subjects because i was mm. like oh that was a stable path to be on but currently right now i'm in an application on like you know ch- perhaps changing my yeah. not changing like articulating to a mm. veterinary medicine because i literally did not think of that when i was trying to choose my you know university subjects and i just made me realize how you know narrow-minded i was <laughs> because i didn't do yeah. enough research and yeah you know because c- i was all about you know okay if I, you know, enjoy biology, all I could do is, you know, help people. I never really thought about, you know, helping animals and other mm. organisms out there. Yeah. So, you know, definitely, I would say, um, from a secondary school point of view, what you see now is actually pretty narrow compared to what you will actually experience once you go to university, and no doubt what you will experience when you're in the real world. So, you know, just you know, keep that in mind when I guess, as you've mentioned, when we're choosing. Um, your ib subjects Mm. and you know just enjoy the ride because yeah as we mentioned ib is supposed to be a safe environment so just have some fun with the experiments around and you know just try to discover yourself because you may not have the opportunity later when you know um the kind of as you mentioned the pressure of university and everything comes (laughs) crashing down
1: right Yeah. yeah honestly absolutely agree i think in university you also find so much about yourself as well and like you're Mm. also yeah i mean it's, it's perfectly fine that what you do when you are like 17 18 ended up not being something you're interested in like you a lot of people go
0: through that right
1: yeah your life has just started literally like i'm now thinking about this like Yeah, our life just started and like, you're not supposed to know what you want to do at 20. Like, Mm. I don't think I don't really know that. And I don't really think that, you know, the education system kind of prepares you for that either. So
0: yeah, literally millions of people around the world like change their careers because they realized that they chose something wrong in their university exactly. years or, you know, in their high school years. And, and that's, I guess that's just the fun of life, right? You know, the, the kind of, exp- <laughs> uh, the process of discovering yourself and yeah. always, always the ability to dream and to chase your dreams. I think that's what makes life so fun. And, yeah, you know, Talia and I always talk about like, you know, what we want to do in the future and perhaps, you know, <laughs> all sorts sort of crazy ideas. And I think those are just, you know, what makes life so exciting because if life is what you plan it out to be i think that's just so boring and Mm -hmm. you know just cookie cutter like if you could you Mm -hmm. know say that
1: yeah i mean it's it's a fun thing and it's also it can be also be a frustrating process but i think Mm. it would be really nice and i i mean honestly i can't stress enough that we are so privileged to be able to you know have the time to chase our dream and realize it because i think in so many people's lives that they're so numb like what is the dream like i I can't even survive and yeah i just wanted to say that we're very privileged to do this and like i think also yeah i think that's also kind of where i was very interested in like a lot of social issues about my life and i kind of realized that i want to make an impact with things that are relating to human being and also with nature thing like i'm I'm a people's Mm. person even though i'm an introvert but i do like (laughs) to help others and i do like to say like i want to make this world a better place because this world is fucked up there's there's so many things and i just feel like i i'm so i'm privileged and i want to you know kind of understand people better and like Mm. yeah basically i think that the thing is the, the, the issue of the choice thing right like Oh, I feel like so many people really don't have a choice. And I'm so glad that we do. And I think it's a privilege that we do have this choice. And I think a lot of kids who are doing the i b have a choice because they're doing the i b and it's it it's not something that everyone can get access to. Um, so, yeah, I think no. it's just not just a choice for like people that you think are. You know, not as privileged, like maybe immediately you kind of can think, okay, those who are perhaps living in um, very far away areas or like uh, rural areas or economically, they can really afford a lot of things. But I also think it's a choice for people in the city, for people who feel like they have to follow certain pathways and let them know that they also have a choice to explore themselves and do whatever they want.
0: Yeah, yeah i definitely agree with like what you said about how this world is kind of screwed up and i guess that's you know that's the kind of um a a kind of product i guess partially Mm. for like how our you know our education system and how our society perceives certain (laughs) subjects because you know um we're told to you know really pursue stem subjects as something that you know is seen as really lucrative in the future Mm. because i guess there's just this really um short-termism in this kind of like people's perception and that oh we really want to as a society, really want to invest in subjects that produce immediate results. Mm. Perhaps, like in medicine, you're able to immediately perhaps prolong someone's life, yeah. or in like engineering, you're able to have the working knowledge to actually operate machines or invent machines. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. But yeah. I think, um, you know, as, as you mentioned, the the we're kind of neglecting I you know, a lot of different subjects that are equally imp- or Um, if I could say, even more important, perhaps like Mm. related to sustainability, how our society uses resources, the humanities, and, Mm. you know, how you know just just evaluating how society should be operating i think there definitely should be more thoughts and more um you know people dedicating their lives to that i think that's what will change the world and make our world a better place so and and after all isn't that what you know being an ib student is all about i guess Mm. that's you know isn't that that what the programs you know is intended to do so yeah yeah, i guess you know uh, of course we we can go like more into that later when we're talking about you know our university application system or indeed like you know university life in general and how it relates Mm. to our current and future plans i guess that's what we're you know trying to do in this special series just to (laughs) talk about you know life in general and how you know at least from our perspective how we yeah. see it yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly like yeah that's it that that's what about you know iv right like you I, I think maybe you're listening to this um as someone of a different age from a different place in the world um but then what iv is trying to bring is like we the, the things that transcend through a time and space <laughs>
0: like intertextuality
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe you're not in Hong Kong. You're not an Asian person. And maybe you're not a university student or anything. But then I want you to, like, kind of think about the things that you relate to us and the things that you don't relate to us. And, yeah, just I think it's just going to be a very fun series and conversational thing where we share about, you know, our thoughts and things. So, yeah, I guess this is the end. For, uh, yeah episode
0: and as always thank you so much for listening to our podcast even though as we've mentioned we're a hidden gem and not a lot of people actually (laughs) listen to you know um what we are saying now but i guess you know just i guess personally right we've discussed how you know we want to keep this series you know going so as a perhaps even though if no one listens to us want to keep it as a um personal um kind of keepsake of you know our thoughts when we're young and naive i guess and (laughs) anyways but like we're so glad to have you on you know with us in this journey to like where we're recording our thoughts and you know and hopefully what we said really could inspire you and to really um really change the way you feel things and so Mm -hmm. you know thank you for listening to our podcast and we'll see you next time in the uncommon senses